I'm Bill Finn. You may remember me from other popular podcasts like This American Lice, Daycare Disasters, and The Crafty Brewtown Strangler, The Limited Edition Killer. Take it from me, a good podcast is like a fine wine, perfect for binging. It's season three of the Bait and Switch Podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch Podcast. This is season three, and you've probably noticed something different about season three, which is we're not doing what me and Jim refer to as the pre-music portion. No, we're not. No, we uh, we found out that <laughs> we were just saying the same things over and over again. Right. Like, like, hey, we brought this guy in, and it was a really good interview. We hope you think so, too. Right. And a lot of times we're yeah. lying. So, wait, yeah. wait, what? No. They're... Yes. You don't like the, the people you're interviewing? Just be quiet no. over there. <laughs> now the, Pipe the, down. Fine. The, the, person hey. you're, the person you're hearing in the background there is our guest. Tonight's guest is Bill Finn. We really have no wait, idea if wait, this is going to be a good interview. We'll just say right now this is probably terrible. We'll lower your expectations. That way, if it's kind of good, then it seems like it's great. Sure. Bill, are you on your A game tonight? I'm on my A game. Are you bringing it? You never specified to bring the A game, but I am on it. Well, okay. Uh, Bill Finn is true. kind of your classic yeah. you know, square jaw, oh, yeah. sure. no nonsense. Yes. I always picture Bill during the holidays. <laughs> With <laughs> what? Really? As what? Do tell. I picture him by the family hearth <laughs> with okay. some type of cardigan sweater. Right. Uh, a like sifter? A, uh, what is sifter or snifter? What is it? Snifter. 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 <laughs> a sifter is for flour. Okay. Although, I thought he was Although I, sometimes cookies. I do bake next I to the fireplace. <laughs> I just picture the kids <laughs> listening to him intently. The wisdom, the wit coming from Bill. It, it just must be something. Well, you know uh, what we do do at the family home? Sure. Uh, when the kids were very small, uh, we have a blended family. It's kind of a Brady Bunch. Okay. To keep them only mildly entertained, uh, I would make up bedtime stories for them. So they are now all teenagers as right. opposed to six and eight. Um, okay. Uh-huh. And now they're like, that story sucks. Right, right. <laughs> tell us a different something yeah, cool. Yeah, please, please tell us something cool about a rapper. Or some type of car chase or shootout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something. Just step Something funny that I can't produce. We're talking family here. And I just I kind of want to start out with a general question. Bill, in your opinion... In general, kids, thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I think kids are a positive. Uh, they, they really uh, keep us human. Any shred of integrity or dignity that I've ever had, they've, they've taken away from me and stripped me down bare to the baseboards of whatever soulless existence that I have. And uh, Do they have the intent to build you back up? No, like, there's no, no intention just, no, really. of uh, okay. reparations just of any break, kind. break you down. <laughs> yeah. For what? Just to break them down. Yeah. Reparations. And you know, I work and I work and I do and I do for this family yeah. and this is the thanks I get. Yeah. And do they appreciate it? No. I don't think no. so. Yeah. Reparations. <laughs> you pay them reparations or you expect payment from them? I was hoping for reparations from them. <laughs> I don't know if that's okay. I mean, (laughs) well, we've all read the statistics about how much uh, uh, parental units uh, spend on their uh, kidlets, and uh, it's It's a lot of money. I'm I'm just hoping uh, that someone begins to appreciate that. Although I will say that if if nothing else, I have lots of plans to take it all back in my old age. I'm going to be, yeah. get off my lawn and pull <laughs> right. my finger and have another snort of this scotch. And... Are you keeping a tally? Is there a running tally? There's no, what? it's it's in my head and in my heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it sounds like things are going well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love my kids. Yeah, I can tell. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. They're you really know, great. what? Have you ever, people are talking about a movie, like, for example, the big one out now is maybe Joker, where people will say, you really got to see this movie, right? Yeah. And they pump it up so much that then when you watch it, you're kind of let down. Sure. People did that for me with kids. They'd say something like, you don't know love until you have children. It ruined it for me, honestly. Love bites. <laughs> Yeah, love yeah. bleeds. Yeah, I uh, like I said, it, it should be a song. It ruined the whole experience for me because I was really expecting a lot, and then I was kind of let down. You know, how about spoiler alert? Have you have you let them know that they're really letting you down? Like you kids, I don't feel the love that everybody has told me about. You kids better step it up. I'm more you. mad at the parents that puffed it up. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this question. Right. If you can't tell, I'm I'm a mildly cantankerous individual. Sure. So I'm out and we're talking about children, you know, children this, children, you know, if I had a, there ought to be a law and all of that. And, yep. You know, and then you hear from some other person that your child has spent time with and they say, oh, your child was so wonderful. <laughs> you know, they, they were so wonderful in this little moment and they, it meant so much to me or to my <laughs> other child. And you're like, what? Who? Right. What? Right. I've never seen that. No, no. Right. Exactly. And why do they reserve it for others? Yes, exactly. Why not for the people that they supposedly and love so much? I take that as a sign that the child is comfortable around me. Comfortable yeah. enough to sure. hide things about their personality. Yeah, hide things about their personality. <laughs> uh, treat me, you know, like a second class citizen <laughs> yep, uh, right. as their servant. Treat my house like a hotel. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah. only truly take for granted somebody that you really love. Right. That's, that's what my wife says too. Yeah, that's really yeah. It really just is a sign of their love. Yeah, isn't it? it's a <laughs> yeah. sign of love, darling. <laughs> and you must really be loved. Because it sounds I like am, step I am, all over uh, you. <laughs> I'm one of the most loved people I know. Apparently. <laughs> by that measure. There's always that thing where growing up that your friends. Dad and mom were cooler than your own. Oh right? sure, isn't yeah. that always the way? Or the aunt yes. and uncle. Yeah, my friends were always saying, your mom is awesome. She's so nice. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you don't know her. <laughs> my dad's an ogre. <laughs> we all have uh, our lives compartmentalized, right? You've got your work self. You've got your, your family self. You've got your you know, friend self. Podcast, podcast self. If we dig self. deeply yeah. enough, I'm very compartmentalized. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Which one represents the true Finn? This might be too deep. Here. I don't actually yeah. know. It's, 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 it's more of a composite. That, uh, that is a good question. Like though. a fine painting. What is your true self? Where do you find your? Where do you feel your true self comes out? What, what yeah. compartment? Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, it at work? Is it at home? Is it hmm. right here in this I think podcast? It's the, uh, cowering in the corner in the fetal position compartment. I think for me. I mean, that's just you know. For me, it usually happens when I wake up sobbing in the shower. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah Waking right. up in Waking the shower. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. You know, the Did water, you have all your kidneys? The the water is is cold for running all night, and that's I mean, the we're, true we're all me. Here. I can't follow that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's I've <been> disturbing. <laughs> I've been meaning to take less showers, and those ones I should cut out. I think that's probably a good yeah. idea. I mean, if you're looking, you know, you can get a thing remember. where it's right. always hot. It's oh, right. the tankless. The, how, that on, way, on you demand. don't have to wake up sobbing in a cold shower. You, you can wake up sobbing, sobbing in a warm, warm shower. shower. Right. Yeah. Right. That could be a New Year's resolution. Yeah, Almost right. worse. If yeah. I'm going to be <laughs> sobbing in the shower and wake up not realizing I went into the shower, it should be at least warm. Are you clean in the shower? You, you, have you used soap? When I wake up like this, I'm in my clothes. 
Oh, yeah. Huh. yeah. I, I, I didn't get that part. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Okay. I enter the shower. Yeah, unbeknownst, unbeknownst to, you. to me, at yeah. some point during the night, and uh, I wake up every morning. Like my water bill is really a problem. Yeah. City appreciates it. I'm yeah, I was going to say they must really yeah. like you, but it's either you know the therapist bill is high and the water bill is low, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe yeah, we can maybe we can balance. Like those the water two. pick is a, like a therapy type device, right? They 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 the water they pick? Mar- the water pick they market as therapy for your teeth. No, no, those those uh, not. The, I hope it's for his teeth. That's a water pick. The yeah. shower heads that do the pulsating, oh, massage. pulsing the water. Wa- um, I don't think the that's... massaging shower head. Right. Oh, is it? Oh, maybe Waterpick is the company. I'm Waterpick the, makes that. Yeah. Okay. okay so either I, I spend my money on the shower therapy or right. regular therapy, and lately I've been doing the shower therapy. That's what are me. they telling you in regular therapy? <laughs> Take a cold shower. <laughs> Take a cold shower. He's like, I want yeah. you to go to yeah. sleep in a cold shower with your clothes on, and you're doing it. So yeah. it's like maybe there's some hypnosis in there. Yeah, I don't know. No, my father Jim knows my dad. Yes, who's yep. ninety. My dad. One thing he said. He would say, you know, do what you fear. But I really didn't want to take heroin, so I didn't take his advice always. It's not always, no. Is there, is there a piece of advice was, that what, you didn't did, take from your oh, father? All of it. I all did not it. I did not take any advice that he gave me. Is your father still with us? Not in the podcast room, but... He's not in this room, but yeah. uh, yes, he is still with He and my mother. Although uh, very, very, um, you know, as many parents are at, at my advanced age, um, he's, he's really up there in years, and... Um, just got uh, he and my mother a, a new set of little cell phones. That oh, they can oh have. really? They're at a, at a point now in their lives where they just they're like, "I'm fine," and they tip over. Like, yeah. please take this phone with you and call us when, when something you, happens. When you've and I, over, when yeah. I got them these phones, it was like watching two babies uh, <laughs> with a, a toy for the uh-huh. for the like. How do I? I'm touching it and nothing's happening. (laughs) I'm pressing. And we spent 15 minutes on like, mom, no, touch the home button. We got them the very advanced iPhone 7. iPhone 1 would have sufficed, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. A tin can and a string. Were they chewing on it at any point? They were not chewing it. They were not chewing. But the, the, the amount of time we spent on how to touch an icon uh-huh. on the phone was extraordinary to me. And I realized uh, how digitally native uh, most of us have become because they may has, I may as well have gotten them a brick. Sure. Said, Here, I, call me go. on this. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I think Fisher-Price makes a phone. You might want to check with yeah, that. Yeah, the little talky phone? Yeah. I've got a uh, one of those iPad-type things where I use for my charge cards in the office. Oh, yeah. And I find that the older somebody is, the more concerned they are that their signature be accurate. Do they cancel it and redo it frequently? Yes, yes. Or they can't figure out how to cancel it, and then they... they... <laughs> this is dumb, and they break it over their knee. Or do they ever grab the real pen and try yeah, to... Well, you gotta stop oh, yeah, well, you got to Oh, yeah, Sharpie on your iPad. That's yeah, always right. fun. Or a ballpoint. The, yeah, the, yeah, but the 20-year-olds, they just you know put a line through it's it and like, move on. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, because it's just really a formality anyway. I mean, how, how often do you check that signature? Well, again, the older people think that somebody's checking. Well, I know, but how? But you don't. No, I don't. No, and nobody does. That's but they're saying. convinced that yeah. there's right. checking going on somewhere yeah, at some right. facility. At some point, yeah, for, you're right. There's probably mm-hmm. a facility. These things are all run through. <laughs> they all have the database bank of like, signatures. They're like Bill Finn's signature is not looking good this month. We need yeah, to contact right. him. Get, I do believe there's someone no. there checking on no, my Bill, signature quality. They're not. <laughs> really. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Has Let's your signature quality deteriorated? 
a little bit, not nearly as much as my wife. Yeah. She makes an H and a like you said, an H and a line. Like that's it. I actually write my name. I don't. I don't do it so slowly, forty five seconds. But I write my name out, and she always gives me crap about it, right? But then we we went and we uh, we refinanced our house, and um, when I was signing those papers, the guy who was doing the paperwork said, "Hard it's harder to forge my signature than an H and a line." Right, for her. Because you've actually spent time because, writing well, because, in cursive. Because, because there's more to it, yeah. Every now and then they'll say something like, sign your check, Mickey Mouse, and see if anybody looks, right? right. right. Have you ever done that? Have you ever like written nasty messages on a check? No, but I've, I've been with somebody who wrote a nasty note to somebody on like the bill that we got at the table. You know, yes. when they leave the, the bill, there. I guess that's a check, right? But yeah. he wrote like, if you want to get better tips, you know, you should do this and this and like, he was a, a nasty gram. It was something, yeah, to the to the wait staff of like, this is why I, I stiffed you. You <laughs> see that on Facebook every now and then, where somebody wrote something jerky or racist or whatever on the on the uh, yep. on the check, and then it makes uh, yeah. makes social media. Maybe that's what he's trying to do is make the news. Well, Who knows? Could happen. I've yeah. never been inspired to uh, get back at somebody for bad service. Wait staff. It, now get back. Do you mean uh, writing notes or even tipping less? Have you ever tipped less because of bad service? Yeah, tipped less, but I haven't like called the manager or anything like that. No, no. We had we had a guy once when we were in North Carolina, uh, who it was about eleven thirty in the morning, and he came over to us and was taking your order, and then he came back about five minutes later and he said, uh, "Excuse me, can, can you tell me what I wrote right here?" And it was just like a squiggly line, and then he says, "Y'all, I'm so drunk right now." <laughs> This guy at eleven thirty in the morning was hammered. It turns out he was a, um, a flight attendant who had a late overnight flight that came in at you know six thirty, seven thirty in the morning, whatever, and then went out with his flight attendant friends. Just and then went hammered. to his waiting tables. Then went to job. his waiting tables job, like us. you do. It was so funny because he showed us the pad where he wrote down like you know cheeseburger and fries or something. And it literally was just like <laughs> it reminded me of when I, I used to be in when I was in college. Once in a while. Early morning classes, I would fall asleep while I was taking notes, and I thought I was writing something. Right, and then you look at it later, and you're like, "Oh, that's just a line." What like, could I'm, this possibly right, right. have been? That's what it was. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, can you tell me what this is? So, we didn't call the manager. The manager did come over and apologize, however, and release the gentleman to go home, hopefully by cab. Did you get any free stuff? We got free dessert. Oh, very yeah. good, very yeah. good. The drunk waiter might be entertaining, though. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like, what was that uh, restaurant? Ed DeBevix? Yep. Right. They insulted you, and we took our kids there to Ed DeBevix uh, one time, and the um, my stepson ordered a, a salad, and the waitress was like, what are you, some kind of rabbit? You know, gave him a really hard time for <laughs> right. ordering a salad. That's yeah. not a man's meal. Uh-oh. This waitress is rude. <laughs> Like, it's a no, and we were like, uh, no, it's it's sort of a thing that they do yeah. here at the restaurant. We like way over explained it, you know, yeah. like you do with any good joke, right? Sure. And, and he was like, this is a dumb restaurant. I don't like it. How old was he? He was eight. Eight. Oh yeah, yeah. You, the joke so, might be lost. So, so you didn't give him any forewarning that they were going to be rude to this eight-year-old. You no, just we said, wanted to immerse him in the whole sure. rudeness experience. The culture of yeah, the, the culture of the Endebevics. Right. Yeah. How uh, how important has it been for you to assign chores to your kids? What do you what do you assign them? There is a lot of assignment. Not doing though. The, mm, not, yeah, they're getting better about the doing. 
so the, the chores assigning, include okay. things like um, rinsing your dishes in the sink after dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we've just recently progressed to putting them into a dishwasher. And this is an 18-year-old, right, that we're talking uh, 16 about? 16-year-old. 16-year-old. Okay. Yeah. I got my 12-year-old rewiring the kitchen. Maybe that's a little too much. That I will send my far, children right? over right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my son, uh, I was mad at him. He didn't pull the permits. I'm going to take any cold violations out of his uh, lunch money. For sure. Uh, Oh, good. I'm glad you don't give him an allowance. (laughs) No, it's just lunch money. Not no. Okay, good. No no walking around money, just just food money. Yeah. When my stepson was 10, my my daughter and uh, he are the same age. They're they're both 16 now. But when they were 10, uh, we had a lawn mowing opportunity. We had one of those old rotary mowers, which is probably my mistake. They couldn't even make it through like five feet of grass. I was like, you know, and I did 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 what every responsible parent should do, which was like, get get out of the way. Let me do this. So was one on each side of the handle of this thing? No, they took turns. One one was like, I'm done. And then the next one was like, I can't do it. Uh Uh-huh. You know, they've – one of the things they have learned, uh, and this sounds like I really – don't like my my children, but I I do. This will stay in the podcast. This part for sure. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Fantastic. Not count me out. in for another session. <laughs> this is comedy gold. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> so they they have learned how to um, how to do it poorly, so they never have to do it again. And uh, we're yep. all not in agreement. Did you do that as a child? Or no, a I never did that. I did that. I was as like, a, I'm did? going to yes. do a good no. job because I'm supposed to. As a kid, there was a fear that if you did a good job, they would assign you more work. And so, if you did a bad job, they'd say, "Give that to me," and then you get out of the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had so. a kid. This this was a. This is a commentary on, on kids a little bit. I was cleaning out my garage, and it was a hot summer day, and a friend of my kids, and he was maybe 10 years old, he pulled his bike into the garage and said, what you doing? I said, I'm cleaning my garage. He goes, this looks like a lot of work. You getting paid? I said, <laughs> I said, I said no. I said, no, it, it's my garage. He goes, damn, you should be getting paid. He said, I wouldn't do this unless I got paid. I said, <laughs> and I said, well, Did you call your mom and say, hey, mom. <laughs> and I said, well, if I don't do it, nobody's going to do it. And he's like, ah, sucker. And he walked yeah. and he, he drove out. What there. a chump you are yeah. cleaning yeah. your own garage yeah. without getting paid. He paid. had his mind right. on his money right. and his money on his mind. Yeah. yeah. Right. Another thing that should be a song. Well, should be a song. But, Bill, you yeah. dutifully <laughs> did your. your uh, I did my your, chores dutifully. Did you? Yeah. My mom probably will not tell the same story, but uh, I feel like I did. Uh, I feel like I may have complained once or twice, Mm -hmm. but I did my chores. I I just had a thought on this. Maybe I just did things really poorly and didn't even realize I thought I was doing them well because I really didn't have any chores. I do remember one of the worst arguments I ever had with my mother was when I I was in college and I was uh, living at my parents' house for the summer, not paying rent. Sure. And I, I was working, and I was working more hours in a day than my mother happened to be. Okay. And she gave, was giving me a hard time about cleaning up. And I said, like, I'm tired. I've been working all day. All day long slaving. And, yeah, yeah, slaving right. away. And then i got to come home and clean. I work more hours than you do. Uh-oh. She's like, that'll be $400. I'll leave it to your rent, imagination. <laughs> <laughs> the... 
the skin I got away with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, every now and then something Oops. passes your lips as a kid and you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. I always remember my daughter, uh, I bought her a gift card, like a $50 gift card from the tween clothing store Justice. Hmm. Oh, yes. For Christmas. Right? Oh, I hate that store. She was into it at that time. And she opened up the gift. She goes, oh, I'm really not into that store anymore. I'll give this to my friend. Oh. <laughs> and I said, no, we are going to the store and you're going to find something for $50. I don't care if it's a belt or whatever. Right. Yeah. But she goes, I will just hand this to my friend. I yeah. said, no, you won't. No. Yeah. Why don't you, why don't <laughs> I be Christmas. your friend? You can hand it back to me and I will. When clothing, do you remember as a kid when you'd go to Kohl's perhaps, you're looking at back to school clothes yep. and you're trying something and your mother would say, oh, I like that. That looks like a good outfit. Nope. And then, and yeah. then that outfit became like the baby bird that fell out of the nest and then a human picked it up and put it back in the nest. Right. You want nothing to do with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Much like the tough skins that the I wore. Skins. As, yes. The brown tough oh, yeah. skins. Brown tough skins and corduroys. I mm -hmm. always had to wear corduroys back then too. And Granimals. Granimals, yep. Back yep. to school shopping. That was a stressful event. Oh, I hated shopping for clothes. Yeah, because oh, I they, still do. I still yeah, do. Yeah, because they had their ideas, which clashed with yours. I just didn't like trying stuff on like i gotta take my clothes up put it back on take clothes on and off and on and off i hated it hated it i i, I look back on some of the photos of me in say third grade for example and sure. uh, i had uh, plaid trousers not okay. not jeans or pants these were trousers uh -huh. Uh -huh. and uh, i picture you wearing something like that today by yeah. the way but anyway right. expected I, it. i'm not yeah. saying I, I i could see you wearing that in some ironic sense Thank you. Okay. Along with a big, Continue. I'm sorry. That's back. great. <laughs> big collar. What else shirt. are you picturing? <laughs> leather vest. A leather vest yeah. and some plaid trousers. That's More of a bustier, but uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I stopped your. So you're looking at these. Pictures, no, no. The it was plaid just trousers. the dorkiest outfit. You. It was all plaid trousers and black, like Oxford shoes and. Yeah. Um, Little uh, polo shirts with a zipper up the middle. Did you think much about fashion as a teen? I thought a lot about it. Did you? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I realize I should never admit that where I'm being reco uh, recorded on anything. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there it is. I thought a lot about it because I was so uh, I felt so under underdressed. What was time. what sure. was the first item of clothing that you bought when you had your own money that you really loved? I still haven't. I the the first the first I've item of clothing outfits. that I really loved it was a pair of Huarachi Huarachi is that how you say Huarachi You're saying it I don't, I don't know, know. Huarachi sandals okay. that I bought from uh, like a like a it was like a South American trading post store on North Avenue it's not there anymore you, you know it's called the World Marketplace or whatever whatever East Side East okay. East Side of Milwaukee uh -huh. I can't think of my item but I was. He made me think about something about the this new concept of a gap year between high school and college. You know yes. what I'm talking about? Yes, where you wear gap clothing. Well, I was going to say my nephew took a gap year, and uh, he liked it so much he's going to enlist in the old navy, and they're going to send him off to some banana republic. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I think that uh, this is a good thing—the gap year concept. What about you? I think it's a great uh, it's a great uh, concept. The gap year. Uh, everyone should have it. Uh, you need to be out on your own. You need to explore the world. Mm -hmm. uh, not everyone's parents can finance that um, 
or no, not everyone wants to live through the poverty required if your parents don't finance it. But right. I think it's an excellent idea. But co- you know, have you ever done the, the like the Euro packing? Like the what do they call that? The I think they call it Euro packing. Euro packing. Uh, <laughs> where you stay in a hostel. Host, yes. You, you backpack around Europe. Stay in a a ride, wearing short pants, uh, you know, short shorts around, sure, because, uh, you know, Belgium and whatnot. Yeah, because for some reason, hitchhiking is safer in Europe than it is of here. Of course it is. I don't is. know why. It gets a bad name from a murderer, too. But Now you just hear about the murders more. It's the same amount of murdering that's, that's going on. True, but we yeah. live in the age of the internet, so you hear about the hit, uh, yeah. hitchhiker, backpacker murders. You know who you should have on the show is uh, Al. Al Barrent? Yeah. Is that how you say the name? Yeah, Barrent. He has some amazing stories of, uh, you know, he's like, well, I got on my bike when I was 19, and we rode from Wisconsin to Philadelphia to go to a wedding, and all I had was a, a mason jar full of wheat germ and some peanut butter. And <laughs> Wow. And it, it, that like, is a wow. story, it's yeah. Like, you are really living... <laughs> Like I'd pay a quarter to sleep in the public park, and I'm like that's you got to pay a quarter to sleep. <laughs> that's in the kind park. of can you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is there like a slot <laughs> you put the quarter in? to buy a ticket somewhere, like a little parking meter? Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I just want to get ready to go to the second half of the interview. Here we've taken, sure. we talked about Bill raising his kids from four years old to college. This, and, let uh, me state again for the record, I adore my children. Kids, thumbs up. We'll cut that out. Thumbs okay, up. good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, we'll take a little break and we'll come back for the second half. Sounds good. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for the conclusion of our interview with Bill Finn when he tries to sell us on one loser idea after another. What was the dog's final name? What is the Uh, cowboy? Cowboy. Cowboy won. Yeah, cowboy was. You put your foot down. Okay. How long? How long have you had the dog? Uh, about three months. Oh, so it's I, not too late. It's you not too late. It. Yeah, yeah, I think it's time to it. No, it's Cowboy's a great name. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah, giddy up, Cowboy. 